What is up dudes, dudettes, and all my beautiful people of the interwebs, Bloody Knuckles here, aka the Gothic Gamer and your resident anime king. It is Saturday, so you know what time it is. It is time to go beyond. Welcome to the Smash Podcast here, and thank you for stopping by the United States of Smash. I gotta say, this Saturday, today's episode, it's gonna be a little short and sweet one. We got the crew here, but mainly it's gonna be some interesting thoughts because there's quite a bit of interesting news coming out. But the biggest one is Captain Marvel. Good or bad? We're going to find out because we're going to talk about some of our thoughts on that here soon. So, with that being said, how y'all doing today? Is everyone doing good? I hope everyone's doing wonderful so far. Real good. Pretty good. Yeah, still on my little Studio Ghibli Marathon. I just, I finished Grave of the Fireflies the other day. I'm on my neighbor, Totoro. You just saw My Neighbor Totoro? Yeah, I'm still on that one today. Really? Yeah, but like, man, because I start off with um, Spirit Away, because I said it as a kid, because I remember when it first aired on Cartoon Network as a movie night. That's when I first saw it, like, over Hang a decade on. ago. And that was like a nostalgia bomb for me. Hang on a second. Nasca and the Valley of the Wind. That was my most favorite film so far. That was the one story. of your favorites. Like jeez, bro. Like you like Spirited Awake more. Uh, you like that more. Uh, you know, which one? Nah. You know, have you watched uh, Princess Mononoke? I'm going in by year release date. That's oh, like, you're going by you're movie. going by year release date. Okay. But yeah, so far Nausicaa and Valuing that's my favorite. Of course, Castle in the Sky is dope. Grave of Fireflies that hit me hard, bro. Dude, Grave of the Fireflies just... is is one of those ones that you have to go in knowing what to expect but it's so good but it truly will mess you up because the fact that that's all based on actual things that happen in history like that's one of those ones that really does hit pretty hard was it in world war ii era right? yep world war ii all right world war ii Jap like, japan yeah to the green like his pride got his sister killed like of course it's unchewed piece of shit but like that's her culture to be more harsh more strict more um young I guess the younger generation makes you get a proper upbringing in their perspective. But like at the same time, like, I just probably went back to his aunt because that was, that was at least kept her alive, at least living a little longer. Yeah. And sister out there with him, just trying to live on her own, trying to make their own little way. It's just, man, they were a trooper, but man, but that ending hit hard. Hang on, what is going on here? This is weird. The stream's being all weird. But, oh well, we're going to keep it trucking along and see what we can do to fix all of this stuff. Anyways, but yeah. Seriously, though, Grave of the Fireflies is not one of those ones to take take for granted or lightly at all. It is absolutely a hard-hitting one. Anything else on your uh, Ghibli uh, marathon that you're trying to do? I'm just slowly hacking away everything else on my list. But, you know, same old, same old. Same old, same old. That's crazy. What about you, Soul? How you doing? How you doing, bud? Uh, just been relaxing recently. I just been uh, I just been checking out some underground uh manga recently. Like uh, it's this manga called Jugo uh, Karaku. He's hyping up dope. on Twitter. Yeah, it's 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 like a mix between Hunter Hunter and like some other type of anime but it's like Hunter Hunter when they hit like they got introduced to like the dark continents like it's super crazy and uh, also I've been like reading uh, 
Fujitsu Kaisen. And that's pretty dope too. It's like a, it's like some, it's like Shaman King mixed with like bleach kind of. Interesting. That's pretty dope. That is actually and besides pretty dope. that, it's been uh, you know, playing Osu and Apex. You, know? you, I've seen you on Osu. What, what is Osu? Osu is basically like a guitar hero for like uh, your mouse. So like you can, it has nothing but Japanese songs, anime openings, all that. So like. It just helps on your your mouse accuracy and stuff like that. But it's like it's pretty fun because it's basically like Guitar Hero, but you're just playing with your mouse. Was that again? Like talk about like Japanese R and B? Was that a cause you talk about that? Um, no, I just uh, Japanese. I mean, uh, uh, Korean R and B is just it's yeah, amazing. Right. Yeah, it's just amazing. Just like the visuals, the the instrumentals, everything just pretty good in Korean R and B. And I just decided to like let everybody know they need to check it out. No doubt. That's crazy. Yeah, that's all I've been doing recently. Oh yeah, and I, you know I went to go check out uh Captain Marvel. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course you you went to go see Captain Marvel. I know I did too. And uh, I, you uh you slacking a little bit over there, bud. Yeah, but we oh, not yeah. you know we just gonna do impressions. We not yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know I got. You know, I got the. We can't spoil it for the fans. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! We can't, we can't, we can't spoil it on the first day. What kind of? We ain't monsters here. I mean, we're many things, but monsters, we are not. Internet monsters, though. They spoiled like one part of the movie for me about Nick Fury. I'm gonna leave it at that. Dodge. Oh, he's trying. Who spoiled it for you? Was it me? Just no, it was random post on the internet. Oh, okay. I was about to say, hey, whoa, whoa, we did nothing of the sort. No, we we are innocent. I was about to say, don't hit us. Why do I kind of know what it is? I think it's about you know his his mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, people can I, never have chill on the internet, man. Like I saw it coming from the trailers, but like that confirmation is just like, oh okay, well that's how it happened. Yeah, I was say don't don't. I was gonna say don't hit us with that swerve. I was like, we did nothing wrong. Yeah, for once. Gotta be careful on Twitter, man. Yeah, yeah that that Twitter, Go man. Don't get you. Yeah. Hey, man. When when yeah. on the like the first week of any brand new movie release, stay away from Twitter. Stay away from Reddit. I was like, they gonna oh, yeah. ruin it for you. Oh, yeah, new words and yeah, definitely don't get on on Reddit at all. Absolutely not, because those those are literally just the worst things around. Because people are absolutely just saying, "Hey, we heard this, this, this. Have you heard about this?" It's like, dude, it just came out yesterday. Can I just like? Have... Thing about it, it was it was like articles like the Verge and everything. They were like they were like spoiling it too, kind of. So wow, they, like they spoiled it like they were trying. I think they did like a it made an article like a week before the film dropped. So, this movie that, a lot of people. Actually, Brie Larson pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, Brie Larson pissed off a lot of, like, I don't understand why uh, they're pissed, but then I can understand why they're pissed. <laughs> so. Yeah, like how to react to it is just too much. Yeah, it's it's overboard. It, it's something, man, and and unfortunately, you know, Brie, there's nothing wrong with being opinionated and speaking your mind, but man, they they went after let's, they went after the girl hard though. It. Let's save it when we drop on that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <coughs> y'all wanna y'all wanna start off or y'all wanna save save uh Cat Marvel for last? Y'all wanna do it first? We can do it first. Yeah, we could drop the you know we can do that first. Just get that out do of the way. First. I'm definitely yeah, because yeah, I definitely think that's gonna be the biggest talking point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can, we can talk about that first. 
All right. So me and me and Soul have already seen the movie since it first came out. Since uh, we went to the early shows, I went and saw it yesterday. Uh, he saw it Thursday and yesterday, and I'm actually gonna see it again after the show uh, here. And our impressions were the movie is is it's actually it's really good. It's not perfect. It's not phenomenal. It's not stellar, but out of the MCU films, really good origin film, really good impressions. But there were some things that that so you brought up and me and you both uh, agreed on about some of our thoughts on it. But overall, I really liked the the film. I really liked their portrayal of Captain Marvel with her history and how they they rewrote some of the origins. Which I'll only talk on some of the. Um, comic book origins and may lightly say some of the changes but it's not going to be anything too spoilerish. so uh before we go on that we'll give y'all just a heads up but for the most part we know everything gets rewritten and stuff like that um but yeah i was actually really enjoying the film um and really liked the portrayal of a lot of the characters uh so what what were your some of your thoughts before i start kind of going in on on mine a little bit more i, I know that well, you have quite a bit of thoughts on this i about to say um like my rating i, I gave it you know like a, a 8.5 out of a 10 like i can i probably can like change it between like an 8 and 8.5 but it was uh you know overall it was a good film i think it's like one of the like at least top three origin films out of the mcu um it definitely lacked in like certain areas like the you know the the beginning and like like almost towards the middle of the you know the film it was pretty slow i almost fell asleep i was like forcing myself to stay up uh but like you know during the end and like the final act it was amazing yeah definitely uh, definitely uh there's like a lot of the like just a, a lot of the supporting cast and just you know like uh other characters were amazing like for me personally the best the star of the you know the of the movie was a CGI cat goose and um and Nick Fury and this and you can that can be a, a really negative thing if you're not looking at the main character for you know for that um also the film was like was beautiful it looked amazing like something you won't even notice it was CGI it looked really good yes um I would say some negatives I would say about the film is they didn't take it very serious in certain areas. It was just really goofy, and you would it would take you out of you know out of the atmosphere, and you're like, uh, I don't know why she would act like this or this would happen in that that certain situation when everybody around them is like serious kind of. Uh, also, um, I would say like there there's like plot twists here and there. They're very predictable. You can. You can see them miles away, and I think that's probably all I gotta say about it. Uh, it's it's really good. I suggest everybody go check it out. And yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I, I definitely agree with you that that I will say that the first part, the first half of the film, does start out really slow. I understand the pacing that they set up for it being the way that it was because of the fact that they had to set up uh, they had to set up Carol and why she thinks the way she does how she got to to everything that would come later and everything that was kind of happening it, it was slow for the setup just because of the fact that they had to introduce quite a lot of characters in a 
rather quick succession, but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was so slow, but it definitely hurt the pacing of the the film later on once the second half started roll uh, started rolling uh, around. Um, the other biggest aspect I will say is that yes, some of the um, the story writing was a little bit cliche, but I mean it's comic book origins. You know, some of the the twists. I mean, are meant to kind of be expected nowadays. I mean, if you're looking at it, it's stuff that's been around multiple times for decades. But yeah, I still, I still say that the predictability uh, did kind of play into a part of it. But I mean, for those who really don't know the story, the this that those twists aren't gonna affect the um, story overall. Uh, I definitely agree where it was more the side characters got a lot more shine than it felt like she did. Now, don't get me wrong. She was definitely still the main focal point, but everyone else around her, a lot of the other characters, like you said, Goose, the cat, uh, Fury, you know, he definitely got a lot of shine. Even her friend Maria and her daughter, Monica, they got a lot of uh, screen time and they felt, you know, appealing. And that's nothing against Brie Larson. Uh, Part of it... It is the fact of just kind of how how they were trying to set up a lot of things because note that this is again twenty years almost thirty years before where we are in Avengers uh, and the current state of the MCU and all that that they had to give a lot of those other characters certain shine because it had to explain what's going on now because you know Fury having a big part of it makes sense on how this entire interaction between him and Carol set up the MCU how it set up the Avengers initiative and everything else. Um, so that that him being a main focal point, kind of expected. Definitely felt like she was kind of lagging in the beginning, but she really started to grow into the role come the later part of the film. And I really want Brie Larson to get more time. I think we're going to really see a lot more of her and really see what she can do with the character in Endgame. And I want to see what she does post-Endgame. Because I think that she'll definitely grow grow into the role, and I I don't want them to just kind of give up on her after one film. You know, only a few char- characters got like tossed aside after the first film. Uh, Ed Norton, I mean, but then again, he did not fit Bruce Banner at all. Um, look at what happened with Chris Hemsworth and and Thor, right? The first Thor was was it, it was cool, but it was kind of eh. The second one, a lot of people didn't really like. The second one, yeah, the second one was oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dark, dark. Yeah, Dark World. A lot of people had so much disdain for, right? And then you know, a lot of people were just like, "Oh, and man, you know, no one's gonna look forward to what they're gonna do with uh, Ragnarok." Ragnarok comes out with everything that Taika Waititi did, and Chris Hemsworth knocks it out of the park. Hilarious, well done. All the characters in it were well written. You know. Carol has so much history and so much capabilities going for him. Brie Larson did show that she can do it, but she just needs more time in it. I, you know, we we talked about this before, and and some of our own personal chats and stuff like that. And what we said on the on the shows before is that Brie hasn't done any sort of big roles before what she's doing now as you know Captain Marvel. So it's definitely going to take a little bit more time for her to really fill out for what she's capable of you know it, it, it's definitely gonna gonna take a little bit of time if you think she's always had a lot of side roles and a lot of the uh movies that she's been in from uh 21 jump street 
from what she did in Kong Skull Island, even in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Over the past, you know, really 10 years, she hasn't had anything where she was really the Wait, main... Bria Larson was in 21 Dump Street? Yeah, she was a side character. She was one of the, the girls that they met. Holy shit. I yeah. Didn't... <laughs> yeah. She was in Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's where she first really got noticed. She was a... She played uh, the drummer. Oh, she did. I, okay, I, okay, I remember her in that one. But she yeah, she Kong Skull Island too. What? Or was she? I, yeah, she was Envy. She played Envy, not she, Kim. She really played the Skull in the Skull Island. Yeah. Holy crap! She, she did. Wow. Why was she so incredible? <laughs> Holy crap! Dang. Maybe because like, it was Tom. Maybe because Tom was, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. I did not know that was her. Yeah, wow. that that was her. But uh, yes. Yeah, so she's done some some roles here in a lot of films. But the thing is, she was always a, a side character. She never had anything where she could shine herself. And now we're gonna really start seeing that more coming from her. You know. And and now with with a role like this, right? With with a role like Captain Marvel, this is going to be her her shining point. This can really help to push her forward into a state where everyone would recognize her. You know, look at uh look at what Star Lord did for uh you know, for Chris Pratt, right? Everyone knew him from Andy from being on Parks and Rec. But, you know, at that point he really hadn't done anything. And he got the the role as his B-rate cosmic character in the MCU that everyone was willing to throw away so quickly, right? And he kills the character, right? He absolutely knocks it out, makes the character unbelievable. He got he nailed it on his first run. Not everyone does though, you know. Bucky with what Sebastian Stan did in First Avenger, Bucky was a bit. Uh, yeah, he was the best friend, but he was a little bit of annoying, right? Just a little bit of a pain in the ass. But then he comes around hardcore as the Winter Soldier come, you know, Winter Soldier kills it. Then again, once we got to really see what happens in Civil War, knocks it out of the park. Hey, Buck, Bucky annoyed you in the first Avenger? Yeah, in first Avenger, I found, I found him to be a little bit annoying. Like I said, I understand that he was the best friend to, to, to you know to cap and all but didn't change the fact that he was a little bit of a whiny pain in the ass I'm rather be watching now to see where you're coming from yeah. yeah I haven't watched that movie in a while yeah, I can't really cool. watch the old MC movies MCU movies like that uh well you know with the end game about to come out it's about time to uh binge watch all them films all the way Get through all done except for the first Avengers and the first two Thors <laughs> he's just like he's like I he's like I'm not even doing it. He's like everything else can go in the bushes. First Avengers didn't age well for me at all. I let's say I I can understand that, but I'm I'm still gonna watch it through just because of you know dedication. Gotta gotta be able to go through it all. But yeah, M Captain Marvel did did a really great job, and with the characters that are coming and everything that's set up. I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, Brie Larson, she definitely has the personality and attitude for Carol. 
as she just needs to show off a little bit more. The first half of the movie, it, I I blame it kind of on the writing with the brain, con, uh, you know, being made into a Cree and all that, but later on she she really kind of came into it so i really hope with what we see in endgame and what comes post she definitely gives is able to do a lot more that's just me though um now as for some of the changes that they made one of the biggest changes and and this isn't we've talked about this before is that in the movie how she gets her powers is significantly different than how she got it in the comics now, for those who don't know how she got it, her powers in the comics is that um, when she was testing a on a flight for a government secret project for one of the uh, jets that were being made by the Air Force, she actually ended up crashing into an alien ship that was uh, coming onto Earth. And when she did, she ended up fusing from the explosion part of her cells with an alien Kree soldier known as Marvell. When she did that, um, she became part Kree and part human, matching DNA with Marvell. And when Marvell left Earth, he took her with him. And when he went back, or when she went back with him, they had the machine known as the wish granting machine. And what it would do is that it would actually give. Uh, those who use the machine what they most desire and deep down Carol wanted to be a superhero and she wanted powers to be able to do that so the wish granting machine gave her uh, her powers uh, which were originally meant to be used for the Kree you know the Kree warriors and all sorts of stuff like that well they had already said before the film came out that they were actually going to tell her origin story different. And I liked the way that they actually did it because it still had a mix of what you would expect from the comic book origins. However, it also twisted it up and made it its own thing for the MCU. So what were your thoughts on that? Um, I was kind of okay with it. It was pretty... It was pretty bland for me, honestly, because it really doesn't explain why she's so strong, especially with how they went with it. And um, also, it just—I don't know—it's just weird that they they changed uh, Marvel's character like almost in in like in whole. So, but for people that don't have you know the comic history, I, I, it's not that bad. So, yeah, I can I can agree with that. Um, you know, with with them, with Marvels, I think Marvels' change in the film was probably one of the biggest departures. And I'm, I was okay with it, and also had a little bit of issues with it, only because of the fact that Marvels' training for for Carol and how Carol got her powers was completely major separation from the comic. I mean, not even anywhere near close or identical in any aspect on what they did for, um, what they did for the for her original origins for how she got her powers. Marvel didn't even uh, fuse DNA with her, or didn't even pass her the powers or anything, or even instruct her. It was just kind of one of those things that happened. So that was one of those aspects that I did kind of find a little bit annoying 
on the the relationship between Marvel and Carol. You know? Yeah, I can understand. It's just it, just make sure it's, 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 it's just it's just weird because it just seems like now her, like it can like her power can be like it's it's finite it, it I don't know it seems like it can run out for me but I know they're not going to do that but it just seems like the how she got her power it just seems like it it can't last forever I I don't well, think I don't know. think I don't think that I don't I don't think that they're going to make it like that oh. because it's no it was nowhere near explained like that because as we saw in the film um her powers grew you know and i don't think it's gonna be finite or at all because as you saw um this is gonna be but i totally understand it just it just feels like it just i know they're not going that way but just the way she she got the powers it makes it feel like finite it it made it feel like it and i can uh, understand that but i i i know we both know that it's not but i can understand where your where your thought process is going on that because of the exact way that she got it yeah, it's yeah. Just, I, I don't. It's just weird, but at the end of the day, it's it's cool. I I kind of have problems with it because you know, like, just how fast she starts to do stuff and etc. It's just you're like, wow, okay. It's almost like it's almost like like you're watching a a random like anime or cartoon and somebody's just pulling out stuff that they knew they never could do. And now they just mastered it damn near. So yeah. Well, I mean, to for hers, it makes a little bit more sense. Well, I mean, it's it's it makes sense for her to be able to perfect it is because of the fact that she was already using the powers, right? She was already using them to an extent, but it when it came down to is that's when she really got to let loose with them, and it would make sense that she was able to pick up on them because of the fact that she was taken other experiences that would kind of lend to it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. So it, it's much different than like how Goku like mastered Ultra Instinct in the span of like five minutes during the Tournament of Power compared to her having used this, you know, for six years, but, you know, been kind of relegated to not using so much uh, anything like that. Yeah, I understand. So I... I, I heard it say on your own. I was reading something, but so you're saying Marvel doesn't exist? No, no, Marvel, Mar- Marvel exists. No, he, it's yeah. it's just that Mar the way Marvel and Carol Danvers' relationship plays out is much different than how it was from the comics, and the way that that Carol got her powers from Marvel is significantly different. I do like the change, however, it it is a much different way how everything played out so it doesn't have the same kind of impact i mean it it makes sense and has the impact in the film but for those who understand the origins it's going to yeah. completely change the impact if now you're if like you're a comic book fan or anything you're you're going to be like wow okay hold on just a second yeah, but yeah. They have to be used to it by now because we already know. Oh, like oh no! Absolutely, we have to get used to it. But I mean, th- this is just one of those ones where it's just like, okay. I mean, I understand, but it's just like you could you could have done just a little bit more to give it a little bit more finesse that would have made it stick a lot more, even for the fans. But even still, with what we got, it's understandable. It's gonna infuriate some of the hardcore fans. I I won't deny that for those who are out there listening, but. 
it still has the implications and still has the fact of it still tells the story well of what they were going for in the film. I think with time, I guess the quote-unquote excuse of it's not, they can't make it one-on-one combo is going to slowly go away. Yeah. And now the, how yeah, yeah, how, eventually... how so close to and and yeah, Z Z Black and Z Black Rider brings up a good point, right? Uh, to to him in the chat is that yes, Carol is absolutely like powerful. She is one. Of, she is the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. The fact that she kind of picks up on some of her stuff and as strong as she is, kind of makes sense because she's got to be. And you got to think the the girl has the powers of of photon beams. All right, she creates the energy of of stars. You know. She's going to be kind of powerful. It's the opposite of Nova, who uses Quasar, so he uses the power of dying stars. But, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. It's just, um, what I have to say, uh, yeah, eventually, you know, the, you know, the, the origin, you know, the, how things are changed. Like, they're, now they're starting to get to, like, almost like, like, planet buster <laughs> levels of, of power and stuff like that, especially with Captain Marvel. So, like, Eventually, I think they're gonna start like you know trying to be more accurate because now they're gonna they're gonna start introducing bigger uh, bigger players on the board. So I mean, they're gonna have to. They they are gonna start introducing. We know that there's potentially a Nova film in the way. So again, you're talking to a guy who's known as the Living Rocket, right? The Human Rocket, who has the power to create you know quasar energy, which is the power of dying stars. You have characters like Silver Surfer who could potentially be coming in. We've already saw, you know, a galactic destroyer with Thanos pulling the moon of Titan and throwing it at everyone in Infinity War. We're going to have characters that are able to do that a lot easier than, than the Mad Titan himself. I mean, there's still the potential of, you know, World Breaker Hulk coming in time. So, I don't think we ever get Wallbreaker Hulk with how they did it with Thor Ragnarok. No, we we are gonna get Wallbreaker Hulk at one point. I just don't I just don't think we're ever gonna get Red Hulk or Devil Hulk. We do is gonna be a completely different Wallbreaker Hulk because like he was establishing uh, Planet Hulk and that whole story and telling up that story. So yeah, if we ever do get in the future, it won't be the same. I mean, all I know is if he doesn't if he's not able to use the gamma radiation clap, I ain't I ain't with it. I ain't with it. Like that's he's gonna be able to you know he's eventually gonna be able to use it but it's not gonna be to the scale that like you think. I don't know maybe it it all depends on how they do it right it all it's all gonna take some time on how how they do everything and I think that we're gonna have uh I think it's just gonna take some time to see how this all kind of builds up it's definitely gonna be uh really awesome to see um with everything that's coming. But Captain Marvel herself definitely helped to set up. And and there were some things that, that it set up in, in that time frame on that helps to kind of give a little bit of extra clarification on what came later in the early Avengers films. I kind of like how it made that nice full circle and stuff like that. Quick question mm -hmm. for y'all. Do you feel people hold Marvel accountable for not being able to tell, like, I guess, translate for what, for what was in the comics to the movies as well as DC does? With what we're seeing with the success of Aquaman and hopefully um, Shazam coming in the future, mm, no, I think I think they're so used to it that it doesn't really matter anymore. Like, of course, they, there's going to be like you know the, the hardcore fans that read the comics and like grew up on it that that's going to be like uh, I don't like this, but usually the casual just go there, 
they're so attached to the MCU, they don't give like zero fucks about the uh, you know the the real canon of their origin. So. Yeah, I think while we definitely see more rise in interest in the comics and stuff like that, I still don't think the casual market, the the mass amount of fans who are into the superhero films who who don't want to go and read the comics are going to go out there. Yes, they definitely made it easier with like the Marvel Universe uh stuff with their subscription service that has all access to all their comic lines and stuff like that. I just don't think that it's going to still be enough to get the casual market to go out and go read the comics or really care for the origins. And even if they do, you know, there's YouTubers. People are just going to look up, is there a video on the origins? Watch a quick 10 minute clip. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And that's it, you know. Yeah, and, and then some people actually like, you know, the MCU origins. So they're like, oh, I'm fine with this one. I like this one better. I like the MCU version of this. Yeah, like, like I mean, a lot of us can agree that the that the origin for Black Panther from the MCU was amazing. Same as with what yeah, they did was, for Killmonger. Yeah, it was yeah, it was Killmonger is actually better. And like, people, you got like you got Iron Man, real his origin is like amazing. And yeah, it's real, real gritty, much, much better. You know, Captain America did did the Captain America story. Um, yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it was definitely holding to the tradition, and and that kind of was back and forth on how people felt about it. You know, we saw Thor try to do its own thing, and it kind of worked and kind of didn't because the first one was really cheesy, the second one was eh. Yeah, it was like it was almost like a, a love story. It was kind of yeah. They they really focused on that Jane Foster love story, and then look at look at the Guardians. You know. A lot of people love the introduction to the Guardians on how they were done in the MCU. You go back and read the original Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> you know, nowhere near. I was like, you're talking Star-Lord is a grizzled old war vet who liked making fun of, made all the dark humor because that was the only way to get through his PTSD stuff. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have taken that well. Like, what is this film? Why yeah. is this so, ugh, I can't watch it. Exactly. It really is one of those things, man. It's one of those things that it's better that they don't change this at all. Like, they really don't change what was established for for those people. And and Z Black brought up a good point for the future. Yeah, a lot of the bigger stuff is going to all be off Earth. Yeah, I I don't deny that uh, for a fact. But with that being said, Captain Marvel absolutely does a great job. Right, it it does a, a good job for what it was trying to do. The characters, you know, seeing a lot of the returning characters that we wanted, seeing Gronin, right, seeing the accusers in action, um, with how they all had a part, and um, and the Kree military before Ronin went. Ronin, uh, no, there's two Ronins, right? There's Ronan and then Ronin. So, just just for for people to be aware of that that there's two Ronins that are gonna exist uh, in this universe, um, but I mean you only have to worry about the new one that's gonna be coming. But yeah, the accusers actually seeing their their tie into the to the Kree military was really awesome. So it was good to see uh, Ronan the Accuser back. Uh, of course, I was happy to see Coulson. I loved Coulson, even though he showed up for a little bit. Every time I see I see him, he's always just he's one of my favorite characters. He's probably one of the one of my favorite characters from that uh from that series uh out of the MCU, you know what I'm saying? 
But one of the surprising characters that I was really happy to see who made an appearance um, in this film who was also in another film to see him come back was I remember that they that they confirmed it, but I it completely slipped my mind. Was Korath seeing Korath in the film was absolutely awesome to see again. Oh yeah, I was like, wow, when I seen that, I was like, oh, oh, that's really good. I like it. Yeah, I was like, seeing him uh, back and 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 everything that happened was at was one of the really cool things because for those who don't remember from Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one uh, back in 2014, is that he had actually was working under Ronan the Accuser to help uh, for Thanos on, under everything that happened. So seeing him in here was really interesting to see what he was doing before he pledged loyalty to Ronan the Accuser and then later uh, joining Thanos uh, or serving Thanos before, you know, Ronan tried to uh, uh, take the Infinity Stone for himself and, and go against everything, you know. It's one of those things. And then, you know, later getting killed by Drax. But it was cool to see them. It was just so many returning characters that was, like, absolutely awesome to see. So, with that being said, I rec- absolutely recommend for anyone who's a fan of the films to go out and check it. Trust me, it's well worth the watch. Uh, Soul, do you have any last-minute things that you'd like to say? No, just go check out the film. Go watch it. Okay. Now, off since you're the only one who hasn't seen it, hearing some of these thoughts, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it's probably the same thing I said at the end. The trailers really did a disservice for this movie. Yes, heavily, absolutely. The trailers did not do this film justice. So if if two weeks, I'm like, eh, okay, like sure, I, I don't live our character, but like, nothing to really get me motivated to go see it. I I've come right. to I've come to stop trusting all trailers because of the fact that sometimes they do really good, sometimes they do really bad. A perfect example, if anywhere, like that first one, I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling. It. That second one, I'm like, okay, yeah, now I'm starting to feel this movie. Now I'm starting to get more excited. Kind of horror movies because like the trailers kind of like your only pipeline to seeing what's going, on, like the premise of the movie. Because you can do you can do some research on, it, but like that's one, it's not going to be that much. Most will be rumors anyway, but. Of course, I'm gonna open my mind and go see it, but definitely it's good to hear y'all really enjoyed it. The movie's not as bad as everyone's trying to make it out to be because people completely trying to destroy this movie, especially Rotten no, Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah it, it really was getting getting really badly attacked all the way around with everything that was going on for it. I'm glad that it was able to 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 do well because it's already doing it's already on a good track to break quite a few records. You know, it's Thursday night opening opened up to like 22 million. So it was well on a good pace, uh, outpacing a lot of the other films in the MCU. I think the only movie it fell behind was Black Panther. I I think it was, but you know it was above. Yeah. It was it was ahead of everything else. So it so far it's looking fairly good. We're gonna see how it handles over the uh, um, over the weekend and see where where it's at next week when we talk talk a little bit more about it after we give a little people, um, uh, you know give people a little bit more uh, time to see it before we talk a little bit more in depth on it uh, as well. But um, 
yeah, absolutely well worth the watch. I agree, Z, uh, that I really wish they would have gave Korath a little bit more screen time, but when he was on there, it was nice to see. But outside of that, you know, I'm just glad that we got to see the, these returning characters, but I understand why they kind of rush uh, through them themselves and everything. And holy crap, what is this? Um, all right, so nice. Uh, I'm sorry about that, people, but I just got an email, or uh, not an email, I got a link from someone I know from around who just sent me an, a link to an article that was said by uh, Kevin Feige himself. And apparently, he has reportedly confirmed that they are planning to do a film based on X, uh, the Avengers versus the X-Men. Well, we will see when it happens. I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still on the on the fence. Kind of doubt that doesn't happen I, for a long, long time. Well, I, again, this this kind of goes into what what we've said in the past, right? This is one of those, or what I've said in the past specifically, is that they're going to use, or they, they need to keep the universes separate for right now, uh, and everything like that, right? They need to keep, they need to fix the, the, the X-Men universe, they keep building up the MCU, but like I said before, use Secret Wars as a way to lead to that. Secret Wars will lead into Battleworld, which is caused by the Secret Wars, as well as leading into everything that the Beyonder did, and when they bring in, uh, introduce you know Battleworld and have all the universes fight, then th that can lead into the fact that they can do the Avengers versus the X Men. The fact that Kevin Feige himself says that he has a plan, uh, or or in thoughts of wanting to do that film or do that that movie and stuff like that, and they have it in the works. Uh, and to what they want to do with the future after they're finalizing the deal is a great sign that of that it's something that could potentially come here in time, which they need to keep doing. But the fact is still is that I'm excited for this because of the fact that it just falls in line with what I've been saying that they could do for so long. Right now, the the fact that if it happens, it it's up to to Kevin Feige, the studio, and you know Fate itself. But this would be the perfect way to do that film and to get that to happen, is to take it during during that way. You know, use Secret Wars as a way to lead uh, to to do Battle World to create the X Men versus the Avengers without needing to you know, uh, while well, keeping in tie with everything else that they're doing. Because that would be like the best way to honestly do this film. I mean, my approach to this is cool that Kevin like confirmed it, but like I don't know, treat this like how I approach like a fighter game. Like who's gonna be on the roster? Yeah, yeah, hey, be a part of it. They never yeah. have people like Logan, Cyclops, or Automatic Given at this point. Because <laughs> they, they, I just confirmed that they they don't make radar film so Logan if Logan's in there he's not going to be cursing and doing everything that we were like expecting him to do I mean yeah I, it's just it's going to be interesting on how how it all plays out right it, it's going to be a number of different things um, how it can how it can all play out I, I, I don't know uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure. Uh, however, it plays out. 
But I, I do agree. It, it is going to be one of those of who's going to be on the roster, who's going to be leading the leading it all, as well as um, what they're going to do with it. Because we know that they're they're going to use Hulu for their more mature series and stuff like that. Because you know we figure that that's what Disney would do anyways. But the fact is, how how with depending on who who they have is going to affect the film overall and they definitely couldn't have logan as we saw later on in uh you know especially not old man logan as well as what we saw in days of future past you know it's going to be interesting maybe if they use the version from like the wolverine because that one he was he was still cussing and doing everything crazy well i mean i mean they say shit and damn and you know things like that they can get away with that to pg-13 but while he was cutting dudes we were they get used to as well yeah remember remember no 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 no. they they can say curse words as long as it's not in the context of sexual activities so if they say the word fuck they can get away with it at least once when it's not in the context of saying hey let's fuck or anything like that or anything in that manner and they can even do it more depending on if it fits the context of needing emphasis then on top of his fighting he fights so gruesome uh, and he's not having blood in that. Uh... Well, I mean, they did they did that in uh they did that for a majority of the scenes and in the Wolverine, you know that one wasn't rated R, and and he cut down a lot of dudes and that's when he was using his bone claws again and he the only time they cut, had blood was when he was like like all messed up and stuff like that. But I mean, they weren't they weren't doing uh uh. You know, they weren't having a lot of blood, and he was still cutting down dudes before. Really can't get into his fight scenes until, like, um, Logan. Because it really showed the gruesome side of Wolverine. Yes, he's still brutal in, like, previous movies, but, like, for the censor the fights as well, it just, like, it really took me, it really broke the immersion for me as far as watching him fight people. I mean, X versus Avengers, so, like, they're going to have to um, censor Wolverine, but, like, it's gonna it's gonna take away from the movie a little bit, just not seeing it in its, in its proper form. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely get uh, I I get what you're trying to say and stuff like that, and and I definitely agree with it. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be interesting on how they do it overall. And um, to what you were asking, um. Z Black there in the uh, chat. Yes, her that was her call sign and a couple different storylines. So yes, that that did have a have a part for it. So a lot uh, quite quite a bit of things changed in the film, but it still makes sense. Um So it, it's going to be interesting overall uh, with how this all plays out, but with with the future, I really hope that they do Secret Wars. And lead into use that to lead into Battle World to do X Men versus Avengers. That that's just me though. Yo, no, I've been saying that because it's the best way to do it. You know, it is what it is. But who knows what's gonna happen? I really hope that they do it. Just to be honest, I, I really hope that they do. Who knows? Who knows indeed? At this time, all we could do is say time will tell. Time will tell. Now, hopping off the Cap Marvel. Uh, thoughts uh from our impressions of the film is one that um 
<clears throat> that that hurts me really 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 hard is that the CW Arrowverse has been an amazing spot for for Warner Brothers because that's honestly where they have their best TV shows where they've done great jobs with their characters and revitalizing a lot of interest and really paying homage to their characters in a much better light than what they were doing in the in the DC films until recently. And Arrow is the show that started it all. That's what kicked off the entire CW Arrowverse, which led into the creation of Flash and, and the DC Legends. Constantine eventually rejoining over after being separated. And then Supergirl being introduced and at a part of the universe now. And of course, we got Black Lightning, who's just doing his own thing. But so many big things have happened now we're getting batwoman a batwoman tv show that's tied into the arrowverse well as we talked before after their most recent crossover event um it followed through with the elseworld storyline and is setting up for their next big event which is crisis on infinite earths and it's now been confirmed that after the next season after season eight that Arrow will be hitting its finale and ending. And that kind of sucks because of the fact of everything that it established. Now, it, it makes a little bit of sense if you look back on where Arrow started, how it started, or how it set up the Flash, and what we're now culminating in. That a lot of the storylines between the shows all tie together and one of the biggest working theories is that because of how long Ebarthon has been a major player in the Flash over the past six seasons, and you know, being the reverse Flash, he's the antithesis to everything Barry Allen is. He's the exact opposite of the Flash. That a lot of people theorize that Crisis on Infinite Earths has always been kind of the end game, and that's what they were always striving to get to. And anyone who remembers anything that happens after post-crisis, a lot of the, 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 the DC universe goes missing, dies, and a lot of shit happens. A lot of the multiverse gets fucked up. It was because of Crisis on Infinite Earths why we didn't have Barry Allen in the comics for the longest time. It was actually Wally West, Flash, that picked up the mantle after... Crisis on Infinite Earths, and he was the Flash that everyone knew for decades. So them setting this up, it's going to be interesting because of the fact that it could mean the end of the Green Arrow as we know. We already know that there for seasons now that we've seen the article, you know, Flash disappears in Crisis. So it's been heavily teased that something happened but we could have thought it was any other way now it makes sense that the crisis that's talking about is crisis on infinite earths and that barry went missing because of what happens after post-crisis it, it, it's just interesting to see that that they're ending it now with how much stuff is still going on so i just wonder how they're going to tie up all these loose end stories and what's going to kind of change the landscape of everything's going to be coming? You know, are we going to continue the Flash? But, you know, are we going to see the the actor who plays Kid Flash take over? 
You know, is he is Wally West going to be the new Flash, and we're going to see a, a change up in there? How is it going to affect the Legends? Is Supergirl going to finally be in the same universe as everyone else, and, and things like that? Is it is it going to change uh, what's going on there? Are we going to see anything with Black Lightning, um, Batwoman now being involved? How's she going to play into all of this? Uh, and any other potential live action shows that they have in the works or that they could be doing? We don't know. Right now, there's still the talks of supposedly Constantine getting a second season and coming back. Uh, what are y'all's kinds of thoughts on this? I want to start with you, Op, because I I think I know you're behind, but you know a little bit more. But what are, what are your your thoughts on this? I'm kind of it's for me a little bit of disconnect because I haven't watched Arrow in so long. Yeah. Four. Flash stopped season four. We're like, was it Savitar? Savitar, yeah, Savitar. I started DC Legends, don't want to touch. And now they got a Batman, Batwoman show coming on. Like, for me, it's sad they're, in, they're ending Arrow because for me, it's like the one that few actually enjoyed out of them, these CW shows. It's hard for me to feel sad because I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so it really, it really silly for me to care, be sad now because it was just fake. For fans of Arrow, you see the ending and it does suck. In a way, how you're explaining it makes sense. Probably going to Secret Wars and then continuing forward. Like some people are just allowed to get cut from this, unfortunately. Yeah, it it's it's depressing, man. Like I'm I'm probably one of the biggest. I've seen every season of of all the Arrowverse shows. I've kept up with everything. And no, you're you're most dedicated to all of us, as far as I remember. So yeah, I understand your pain for seeing it end like this. Just like for me, I just don't feel the same way. <laughs> I just I can't. If I was say a word, I'd be lying to you all right now. See, I'm, I'm really I'm disconnected with CW shows. Probably when I whenever I catch up on them, then it'll hit me like, oh man, it's actually going to end. it's actually going to end now. Maybe then I'll feel the way you're feeling right now. But like, I've been so out of the loop, I can't, really can't weigh in too heavily on it. Yeah, it, it's definitely gonna be something. So, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I'm perfectly fine with it. Uh, Arrow came out in 2012. It's been out for like seven years, so I think you know they just. I think they're fine with like, like stopping it now. It had great success. I think they're just done. Okay. Like, so it, it, it was out for seven years, like, and that's, that's amazing for like a, a superhero, uh, TV show. That, yeah. That comes out almost. That's like that's seasonal and that comes out every year. So. Yeah, because you know, I think I think WB has been one of the only as one of the only uh, networks that have been able to put a uh, to be able to put out a TV show or a superhero TV show and make it last as long as it did. Because think about this, right? Think about how long... Um, what, what was it? Uh, Smallville ran for, right? And Smallville was their biggest thing almost two decades ago, right? In the early 2000s. And that ended just before... You know, just before they launched the Arrowverse with Arrow. Because remember, Smallville ended in 2011. Yep. And that started back in 2001. That ran for 10 seasons. Yeah. But they, 
it was just it was they were just holding on to that one. They were just really holding on to that one. I mean, yeah, it, but I mean, it, just like with with Arrow, it had its really slow seasons, but it 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 did pick back up. It was off and on, but there was a it was a heavy dedicated uh, fan base for Smallville. Yeah, I remember. I watched. I watched every single episode. Yeah, I was like, I know my, I know my aunt was a big fan of Smallville. She she loved Smallville, and she didn't know much about superheroes. She knew that it was about Superman, but she didn't know much about him outside of the TV show, and she didn't know any of the other characters that showed up. She didn't know, you know, she didn't know Brainiac. She didn't know, uh, um, you know, she didn't know Arsenal when he showed up as well. She didn't know Martian Manhunter. She didn't know any of those characters when they appeared in Smallville. Real quick, the um the later later seasons of Arrow, excluding I guess the bad ones, was this repetitive as well as the Flash? Because I know so the Flash like season two, three, and four, like how their their dynamic, how they interact with each other, got real samey after a while. It, like, yeah, it's it's, the, it's rest and repeat. They they say they won't lie to each other. They lie that to shit each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredibly it, that 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 was probably the biggest thing, and and part of it is because of the fact that they rely. For for the Flash, unfortunately, they focus heavily on villain of the week style fights, and and that hurt hurt Flash a bit, as well as the fact that the first you know two three seasons they focused on having speedster villains. You know, season one Reverse Flash, season two Zoom, season three uh, Savitar, then season four they did the Thinker. And then season five, I think where it's on now is, you know, Cicada. You know, Cicada is actually a more interesting villain. Thinker could have been better, but, you know, they completely ruined that. But it was like three seasons of speedster villains. It it, it hurt it. Whereas Arrow, you had these very wide villains that they, that they went up against. You know, season one was against him and, uh, you know, the Black Archer going up against... Um, What's it, Malcolm Merlin? Then you had season two. You had season two with Deathstroke. You know, Deathstroke was amazing. And then season three, you had the introduction of Ra's al Ghul and uh, the League of Assassins. Then season four, you had the introduction of Magic with Damian Dark and stuff like that. And then season five, who was the villain in season five? Uh, I think that was Prometheus, which was an interesting take on, on that v- villain. And then season six... Season six is the one that I think where it it kind of faltered with its big bad, and then now no no season six was Ricardo Diaz yeah season six was all chasing down Diaz and now in season seven it it's been very season seven it's gotten better and added a lot more to it but there's so much going on they reintroduced uh uh a bigger big bad villain with like uh Dante and 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 him. And how he's kind, how they're having to kind of reinitialize the uh, Ghost Initiative and stuff like that. But Arrow, you see how he had more of a wide variety of villains and stuff like that. And, and as they're big bads, yeah, you still had the small villains in between. You know, you still had thing uh, like Cupid. You had Deadshot for a while. Um, you know, you had a lot of those smaller villains that that had had an impact. But it's still all tied into the overall bigger villain, whereas a lot of the other villains for like Flash, 
didn't always per- pertain too much to the big bad, except maybe season two with how Zoom kind of set everything in motion a lot of the time. But you know, everything else, not not so much. Another thing with Arrow is like for some reason, like some of their Archer villains, like with Cupid, the female Archer, yeah, had, had an obsession with him. I found weird how they were able to match his skill or at least compete well with him. Well, remember that he like, he did he, yeah. But I mean, to be fair, he did he did train them fairly fairly well. But yeah, no, I I agree with that. But remember, they also were training a lot, especially like Cupid. She started training a lot after him because of her obsession. The only one who who I would give any sort of like yeah, I don't know how the hell that she was able to do that more was probably Huntress. But Huntress, remember that he he created the customized weapon for her because she stopped using a, a regular bow and arrow. She started using little crossbow pistols. Didn't keep it trained for like two years. Yeah, she trained for two years. So so Oliver trained for like four, four or five. Yeah, he trained for five years only on you, and she she was studying on her own for like two years, and then he started to train her and show her more over like a couple months before. Or like a couple weeks before she went cuckoo and he had to stop her and then mock her up and then she took everything that he showed her and what she kind of learned on her own. So you know, it's one of those uh, one of those things. But yeah, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I I definitely agree with that. So who who knows really? I I'm I'm sad that it's ending. But I'm really happy that I got to actually see the series start, see the world it built, and kind of see it end compared to what happened with Smallville. Because I never really got into Smallville. And that's probably just because of the fact that I was never a big Superman fan. For those who really liked Smallville, you know, I'm glad that they did. And I know my aunt loved it. And she she would watch every week, every episode. Has I think she had all 10 seasons on DVD. So, you know, she was, she was a fan. Um... And I, I was glad to to be able to enjoy this ride on the CW with with the Arrow and just kind of see what happens after you know Infinite Crisis. I've loved every major crossover event because it always gets me excited because I'm able to catch all the Easter eggs. I'm just like, oh, I know where that's from. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know that. So this is just one of those things with Crisis on Infinite Earths being the biggest bucket of Easter eggs that I can literally wait for because it's going to have so many references that not everyone's going to recognize at all. So that that's just me though. Again, that that's just me. But I I'm ready for for whatever happens next. I I I really hope that maybe one day I get to meet uh Stephen Amell and get to uh to thank him for everything for all that because I I love what what him and the characters have done. Now, I'm really interested in that woman show coming out. Yeah. Like, um, DC Universe, their shows really set the bar really high for superhero shows. Yeah. So now I'm really my my biggest concern is the choreography in that one show. If it's not up there, at least. Well, I mean, if you saw movie. the choreography in Elseworlds and saw how the thing is, this I think I have higher hopes for Batwoman because of the fact that Ruby Rose is used to being in action films and she does a lot of her own choreography, like Stefan Amell. He's done a lot of his own choreography. A lot of the, the, the Arrowverse stars did a lot of their own choreography, except where they needed to uh, uh, have specific stunt doubles and stuff like that. But they, for the most part, a lot of them trained to do it. But the thing is, Ruby Rose has been doing a lot of action stunt films for a while. 
especially as we saw her in John Wick 2. Woman can hold her own. And Triple X. Yeah, and Triple X too. Yeah, exactly. So, woman can... I, I think that they're going to be able to step up their, their fight scenes a lot more with her. And I really hope Hopefully. that they do. Hopefully. But, now, next up, what I have here is something special. Because for our thoughts on this, right, is that we're all excited for um, for the new season of a lot of shows coming out. And there's one specifically in uh, spring that we're looking forward to. And that's mm-hmm. One Punch Man. And just recently, this past week, they released the new key visuals for the new season, which is going to show up right here. Now, if you can see here on the screen that this is actually showing the key visual that they recently released for what's coming up. And as you can see here is that the main villain for this season is there on the centerpiece in the background, which is Garo. And where this season is going to start taking place first is that the season is actually going to start taking place uh, with the uh, the Man Beast story arc from the webcomic. So them kind of showing off Garo, who is a human who's obsessed with monsters, and showing off the and starting with the Man Beast story arc, which we've kind of know has been confirmed for a little bit, but kind of actually getting to see that now is really awesome to see because of the fact that I'm really happy uh, with what's coming next, you know. I'm glad that uh, One Punch Man is coming back. A lot of people still have issues with with the fact that's not Madhouse doing it. However, it's JC Staff. JC Staff does so many other uh, animes and stuff like that and are well-skilled. I think they could pull it off. And I'm already liking the the designs because they they keep it very well-detailed still, very reminiscent to what uh, Madhouse did. And right now, the biggest thing is just kind of seeing what they do with their fight scenes. And for those who don't know, JC Staff did does My Hero. So they know fight scenes, right? They they did all the animation. You have to go look. Go see what they did with Nomu versus All Might. You know, what they did with uh, Midoriya versus, uh, Deku versus Muscular. And, of course, the whole high school tournament uh, uh, sports festival, the UA Sports Festival. Especially look at, you know, Deku versus Todoroki. All right. Don't Yeah, and, and and yeah, round two, Deku versus Bakugo, the fight for respect, right? That one was was next level, right? People really shouldn't be worried about this um anime being handed over to them as well. They've definitely proven their worth. They're competent with their, their craft as well. Exactly. But of course they were coming on guard at first with like the, the slight change in art style with it, how the characters drawn slightly differently. I can get over that really easily. But of course, the biggest concern is the choreography, the fight scenes, how it's going to blend well together, like it did in season one. And of course, with their pedigree, I think they'll, they'll do just all right with the show. I I agree. They they have a strong pedigree to to support this. So, what are your thoughts on it, man? I can't wait. I just know it's gonna it's gonna make a lot of people that was complaining on Twitter look real stupid. That's all. Oh, that big old L for that one. Because people, so many people are worried. This like. The first season of One Punch Man set the set the bar for almost every fight in in anime in general for like this generation now. So like, I don't I don't expect them to you know to do this season two half ass. So especially one thing longer with it. 
especially with Garo, half monster about to pop up and stuff like that. No, I don't see that. Yeah, exactly. With Garo being half monster and everything that's about to come with with this story arc, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a lot more action packed than than even the first season, right? And we all saw how that one was. Had a lot of humor. Expect a lot of that humor. But the fights in this one are gonna go more balls to the wall, and I'm excited for that. And uh, you know, it, it's it's a good story arc that they're adapting from the online webcomic and the manga. Because no offense to one, I love one, but we, he always admitted it too. His drawing sucks, and he the draw. he, he cannot draw. He's gotten better, but man, he still cannot draw. Is <laughs> the reason Saitama always when has he that. His webcomic, it looks, it looks so bad. Hey, but you got you got to give the you got to give the man some props. So he he at least stuck with it. But there was a reason that Saitama always had. There was a reason Saitama always had that face. Just yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he stuck. Okay, because we had never experienced this god tier, you know, anime. But yeah, wow, I'm glad he 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 you know he decided to remaster it and actually get somebody. Yeah, he 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 got he got uh what 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 was what's his artist name? Is that is that Zero? I I can't remember who who does the art. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's it's like Zero or something like that. I gotta. Yeah, for the for the manga, but man, yeah, the artist. Who who does it? Like don't don't give uh man, uh Yusuke Mura, uh Murata, Yusuke Murata, that's who who yeah, did the art. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 So he is it, is it is it Yusaki? Yeah, I think it's Yusuke no it's no Yusaki? it's it's Yusuke Murata. All right. Or Yusuke, but I think it's Yusuke, Yusuke Mura, uh, Murata. He is the one who did the art when they re-serialized and and started doing the manga. Uh, and weekly shonen and everything like that. Best best thing they ever did. So. Yeah, really, really great. And I'm glad. And, uh, and I like him because he's the he's the artist behind Eye Shield 21. So yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's one I've I've been needing to uh to uh read myself. God so tier anime. Y- yes, I mean, God tier manga. Yeah, it's just football. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Yep. I still, hey, you still gotta read High Q. If you're not gonna watch High Q, you gotta read High Q. Good. But continue. But yeah, so the thing is, while we love the manga, it's one heavily relies on the monster of the week, Super Sentai style storytelling. Which is great and all for for a webcomic, but for a serialized manga, it doesn't necessarily hold up. That's why I'm glad that they're adapting the story for the anime. Because it's easier to do it in an anime than it is necessarily a manga. And it's going to get make the fight scenes ten times much more better. Because of the fact that we're actually going to see the action more fluid. Because don't get me wrong, they do a great job of animating the... Uh, or drawing the fights but being able to actually see it animated is going to be so so good what do, what do you guys think on that oh yeah I, I really don't care about you know just the story in general of one punch man but just to have something like a little something there i think it'd be cool especially just the the background of uh, goro like i don't want to spoil anything but it's his is pretty decent just fascination with monsters, etc. So, and then I, I think they're gonna, you know, dive more into like the hero association and stuff like that. So, and I think it's gonna be pretty dope. 
I definitely think we're gonna we're gonna see more from the Hero Association for for sure. Uh, so what what's gonna be coming with this this whole line is gonna definitely be uh, interesting, and I'm I'm really I'm personally really excited for all of this uh, with what's coming down with this season. It's gonna be so so good. I'm excited for it. I'm glad that it's finally getting its second season. I'm counting down the days till April fifth when this show comes out when the new season starts because april is going to be an amazing month because april we is crazy like the uh, spring this content. yes the spring season is going to be so massive this year i'm so excited for the spring season and we're going to do a show specifically talk about all the shows coming out in the spring season that we're all excited for but not just that for the fans who are waiting almost two years the final seasons of game of thrones is going to be coming out too so that's also going to be an amazing reason for April. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. And, you know. And the movies. You know, Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack, Attack on Titan's Titan. coming back. Um, and then that new anime with, like, the, I think, like, vampires. Oh, what is it called? Um, oh, what? Oh, what, oh um, I know which one you're talking about. Oh. It's like, oh, I can't. I can't remember the name of it. I remember seeing a visual for it. And I seen De- Demon, Demon something. Demon something. Demon Lord? Uh, Demon Lord? I think it was Demon Lord. It's something. Remember? Yeah, I don't remember. But not only that, too, but also think of the movies that we're getting. Getting Shazam, and then we're also getting Avengers Endgame. Like, April... Demon Demon Slayer. See, I knew it was Demon something. I knew it was Demon something. Demon Slayer. Yeah, Demon Slayer is looking really good. Like, April for nerds all the way around is going to be a hell of a busy month. It is going to be absolutely loaded. It's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna be in the movies. I'm gonna be on my computer reading manga. I'm gonna be watching anime like almost every day. All day, every day, baby. It's gonna be nonstop. Mm-hmm. Gonna see Shazam like three times, and then of course Endgame like three times. You know we're gonna be doing our we're doing our thing. Wait, Endgame comes out April too? Yeah, at the end of the month. Holy shit! I know, dude. I, I gotta, so I gotta, I gotta so April side, a, April April fifth April fifth. April fifth is is Shazam. April twenty sixth is Endgame, and then of course I'm gonna be taking a trip too to all the Louisiana fans out there. I'm gonna go out to Louisiana, May. So yeah, be looking for me. That is April is crazy. I know it's gonna be crazy, dude. All the way around crazy. I'm excited. I am so pumped up for for April. So for all my hardcore nerds, it's gonna be such a great month. Such a great month. Right. Wait, what? Uh, um, Infinity War came out last year, right? Yeah, in May. Okay, I just had to make sure. I was like, yeah, it's been so fast. Like this year been going by. I know it was. I remember only a year, dude. I know, dude. But it's crazy to think that almost a year ago we did the spoiler cast for Infinity War. This is crazy. Oh, we know. I know. It'll be a waste of our own money. Oh no! Don't even get there. <laughs> get messy. Get messy. God dang it, bro. Uh, you want to go back in time and get your ten dollars back? Oh yeah, man. Y'all still didn't sign a petition either. Hey. I signed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't signed nothing. I can't remember what what petition we said we got to make last week. We got to make that petition. <laughs> Well, what what did we say we got a petition for last week? I can't remember. <laughs> I, I forgot. Oh man, it's crazy. Uh, 
But yeah, man, One Punch Man is gonna be so awesome, and I'm I'm excited. Like I said, April is a loaded month for for anime fans and and just nerds in general. It, it's gonna be a great month for sure. Um, but last but not least, are we got two topics left. Um, first up is Batman Ninja wins the VFX the Visual Effects Award for Japan for the Japan Awards. And I'm absolutely okay with that because of the fact that Batman Ninja was a awesome film, badass stylized film, phenomenal, completely phenomenal, deserved it in every aspect, right? Especially for the visual effects because of the fact that it was done by an actual Japanese studio in the style of an anime. And for us certain uh, frauds on the panel <coughs> who watched it in English... And didn't listen to me when I said to watch Ew. it in Japanese. Completely irrelevant to the topic. No, it is not irrelevant. <laughs> you didn't listen to me when I told you beforehand. We were talking about the award show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pull throw out that shade. Uh, but uh, yeah, it won the the effect for for visual effects. It was a well done film like i said it it was crazy to see it actually done in the style of an actual traditional japanese anime the visual effects in it the stylizing the shading everything was very uh, just unique artwork for for batman and the story was so so good so what were your thoughts on it man um uh yeah i think it's the well-deserved uh of course i like uh you know Batman Ninja. I just didn't like how they disrespect my homie uh, Damien. But uh, besides that, it just it was just overall good. It actually you know made the like CG like you can it looked good. So like I wasn't like hating the CG that they had in the film. It, they knew how to blend it together with the you know with the anime look. Yeah, and and you're you're typically one who really doesn't always like I CG. Hate it. I hate it, but. They, they knew how to make it work. It's it's like they, it's like they took their time to actually like, I guess draw over the CG. So instead of just having like a complete 3D object, and just have it look kind of animated. Yeah. I I agree with that. But it looked it looks so phenomenal. It was simply amazing. It was well really well done. Well deserved. It was well deserved. It really was. You know, it's things like this that that shows that there could be that blend of Western and Eastern culture together. Because you know, having an anime, an actual traditional Japanese studio doing an anime in of a Western character like Batman, that's badass. You know, that's not something that's done often. And the way that Batman Ninja came out was phenomenal. Definitely agree. Yeah. So I still got that movie on Plex. Yeah, I should go check it out again. I watched that movie like two, three times. It was really good. I agree. I need to rewatch it for sure. I need to watch the original, the appropriate version of it too. Yes, you do. I don't know why you decided to watch it in English, especially that mm. is being, you know, it's it's being in Japan. So. It, right. Right? This Batman movie, they, they can't fuck up the English version. That's my thoughts going in. They can't fuck it up that bad. No, no, they can't. 
And yes, Cedric also said that May is also going to be a crazy month for uh, for uh, fans for nerds too because we're also getting the new John Wick film three, and then we're getting Brightburn, and then of course Godzilla, uh, King of Monsters. Wait, hold on, this coming out when? He said May. Oh my goodness! Hey, Brightburn, Brightburn gonna be fire. Oh, oh, dude, I'm so excited for it. Oh yeah, yeah, he's not wrong. John John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum uh, releases on May seventeenth. Oh, us comes out the end of March. Oh, so you're gonna start you're gonna start your movie binging early. <laughs> so we got so we got Godzilla King of Monsters on May thirty first at the end of the month. Then. On the seventeenth, in the middle of the month, we got John Wick three, and then we got Brightburn in the beginning of the month. I need the yeah, I need the. Oh no no! Oh my God! They're coming out a week after each other. So first, it's seventeenth for for John Wick, the twenty fourth for Brightburn, and twenty the thirty first for Godzilla. Oh my God! These films are all gonna take my money. <laughs> it's gonna take everything I got. Godzilla's priority for me. That's a definite must for me. Oh yeah, dude, Godzilla. Cause I'm a kaiju. I am a kaiju fan, and we all know my love of of Guillermo del Toro monster movies. So of course I like kaiju's. Also, for anyone who didn't know, my love of Escrid Man because of the kaiju and uh, Ultraman. So you know. Oh, yeah. You gonna find somewhere to bring up Ultraman. Oh yeah, Ultraman. <laughs> you know me. You know me. When does Hellboy come out? Uh, I don't know when Hellboy comes. Yeah, but Detective Pikachu come out in the beginning of March. In the beginning of May. What the? Oh no! Someone's gonna get cannibalized during this short time. Everyone comes out April 12, bro. Dude, dude, Detective Pikachu come. I'm gonna be in the movies every week. I know. Oh my god! In May. Yeah, Detective and Pikachu like, comes out on the tenth. So Detective so, Pikachu, then John Wick, then Brightburn, and then God's. Oh my God, I'm gonna be so in the my, movie theaters every movie, week. My movie binging is gonna start on March 22nd. Well, March 21st because of us, and then it's gonna lead all the way to. All the way till June. All the way till June. June. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And that's gonna lead us right before we all leave for E3. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Dude, <laughs> I'll be better start making them cupcakes and selling them by the dozen real fast to pay for your movie tickets, bro. Oh yeah, man, I can pull all the streams for this. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, when does Spider Man come out? Uh okay. July. Ju- July, yeah. I was gonna say that's after we get back from E3, so we're good there. We're good there. We're good there. Alright, we got a break. We got a break. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> when does it come out? When does it come out? Oh, it's September. Yeah, yeah, we're we're good. We're good for a while. We're good for a while. I think I think in July also comes out. Uh, scary stories to tell July in the dark. July is packed too because it got it has Spider Man, Lion King. Is that also uh, scary movies or scary stories to tell in the dark? Oh shit! Um, I, I think that's also scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, it probably is. When is Hobbs and Shaw coming out? August, okay, bro. This is probably gonna be the best year for these movies, anime in general. I know. 
Oh my so god. All do well in box office because like looking at that roster right now. It's so okay, good. okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Scary stories to tell in the dark doesn't come out till August. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. So uh, yeah, they might as well just put uh. <laughs> What's the movie? Uh, New Mutants on Hulu. I, he- I heard that they was gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just put that on Hulu. Just, just put it on. Put on. I really put on the Hulu. It looked good. It looked amazing. Yeah, it does. It's not gonna survive. It's not gonna survive. <laughs> yeah. Put it on. Put it on the Hulu. On the Hulu. Cause it has it has um. Macy Williams. Anya Taylor from you know uh Glass and uh Split. Has uh. As a uh, shark. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things, and uh, I think it has the other girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Macy Williams. Macy Williams. Yeah. So, Which I'm all for. I'm all for. And then has Antonio in there from um. Why can't I remember the movie? Uh, Desperado and uh. Oh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. So, I don't know. I think. It has potential, but it's going, it's going to get destroyed. It's going to get cannibalized by all those other films. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, though. New Mutants is going to survive better than Dark Phoenix. I'm just saying that now. Oh, just of course. 100%. 100%. Dark Phoenix? Phoenix see, see, see. Uh, Sometime at the end of the film. See? June it's just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, this this, this rag right here is 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 the Dark Phoenix film, right? Into the bushes, just over there. Into the bushes. And it's not gonna go anywhere. It's gonna go straight over there. Yeah, I don't know why. Whoever they like, yeah, screw it. We just find, you know. Just put it out. Just put it out, guys. We'll make it. We'll yeah, be all right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be. We'll be fine. No, we're not. No, we're not, guys. We we lost so much money right now. We lost so much money. Uh, yeah, because y'all 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 y'all. This the one time where I'll say, yeah, no. They uh they should have just put that killed that film and just you know waited before they did I that. Think they, I think they cut, they they, they, they jumped they they, they, they had to get it out. They they jumped they the gun on just a little bit of money from this film. Oh, they're gonna make no money off that film. They're making no money off that film. They're gonna they're probably gonna make like ten million. No, nope. they just need they just nope. need a little bit of money back. They, they ain't get. Fox ain't getting shit. They ain't getting the damn cent. They gonna get a quarter. That's all they getting is a quarter. No. I I love Sophie Turner. I don't don't get me wrong. I love Sophie Turner. She's they're all the new cast from the first class universe after uh you know Days of Future Past after what they did in Apocalypse. I love the new kids. It's too early to do the Dark Phoenix. That yeah, film is gonna Dark, bomb. Dark Dark Phoenix is a is almost like a uh a end game uh type of story. It has to build up. It's almost it, like going towards like Thanos and stuff like a, that. Exactly. The, they they have not they have not done enough they, with the Phoenix yeah, Force and they have not given that girl enough to establish herself yet for Jean Grey. To have the impact of what Dark Phoenix did for Jean Grey. I was like, like I said, it's uh like just for how they did with Apocalypse, like those is like those are villains that you have to like build up to like exactly multiple movies. Exactly that it's it it's gonna kill a, a lot of the 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 cool. possibility. I'm glad, I'm glad it's gonna get destroyed. Uh, but it, I mean that's gonna hurt the 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 prospects of that class being able to come come any any do any more. 
Listen, as long as they keep um, uh, Xavier and, uh, and Magneto, I'm perfectly fine. That's the only two I really care about. They're a perfect cast for roles. You just what you, the only thing that you care about is keeping uh is keeping James McAvoy and uh yeah, James, yeah, James McAvoy and um and Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, talented actors. They are very That's the only the only two characters I absolutely care about. Yep. Those those guys but are if, if they were to cast a, uh, another Xavier, I'd be, I'd just keep Michael Fassbender. Just keep that one. Just keep him. Please, <laughs> at least please. Yeah, he's just a great actor. He is from Prometheus to like all his other films. It's just, just great. I don't know, man. Hugh Jackman, he got the boot, so anybody up for grabs at this point? A- anyone like, is know. indeed up for grabs. And uh, right now, on to our last topic, right? This one. <laughs> you want to talk about things going in the bushes? Well. Kids, do we got something special for y'all, right? Because as y'all see here, we we talked about uh, our love or uh, uh, everything else uh, that that's coming out with um, movie wise, and uh, we all love having or seeing some adaptations of some of our favorite iconic series and you know when they do it we want it to be done well huh there's one right now that uh is not nowhere properly in that camp um everyone loves our favorite blue hedgehog but uh they finally decided to show off the 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 character design for sonic for the sonic movie and no. Leave my man's alone. Dear God, no. No. No, it's so bad. It's so bad. Alright. They they, they potentially could have they potentially could have done well with the character. I'm not gonna lie. There was there the potential is there. But the fact is My God, did they overly hairify everything? They made everything fur. Like, straight up, everything is like super fur. His gloves, white fur. His, uh, he's got some little shoes going on, right? He's got his little, he's got his little, uh, interesting looking shoes, and his, uh, eyebrows are, um. Yeah, his. They're eyebrows. (laughs) Don't say that. Oh my god, the character design is just so it's so off-putting. It's just if it wasn't for the fact that that this is being aimed as a kids film, I I don't know how I would feel about this, but the fact that they made made it a live action film and they're making Sonic look very realistic. Looking, realistic looking, okay? No. So, so, uh, no, 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 no. So, you had some thoughts on this and what they could have done. You tell them. I, I, me, I personally don't have no, no, no beef with Sonic. You feel me? Just let, oh, no. Listen, 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 let him, you know, let him do, let them try at least. We don't, it might be good. It got Chris Pratt in it too. So, listen, let's give it a chance. 
But what about that design? You were the one who was just like, no, no. You said no. And then now you're going to... And then...
Oh, but man, just the Sonic film. Oh. My critiques were Sanic so far. Uh, Sanic. <laughs> Sanic. The white fur over his hands. They could. And they just I made it solid. Like, and they just made it solid, man. Come on. It hadn't when I saw him build specific gloves for him. He's going high speeds, like course use for parkour, stuff like that. They could have made that part of the movie. But no, yeah, they could have yeah, gave him like runner gloves or something like yeah. that. Like, same thing with um, Spider-Man and Spider-Man PS4. Like the lore behind this superior suit is more athletic based. They could probably yeah. win the same thing with Sonic, but then hindsight can't do anything about that. Listen, I'm, I'm waiting for the trailer. I'm going to wait for the trailer. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to destroy it. What do you expect from his legs? Like, come on now. You expect him to be like <laughs> pencil thin? Like, <laughs> Mm-mm. Y'all just want him to be all legs and one eye. Right. <laughs> and and no fur. Well, you know, uh, uh, hedgehogs don't have fur, but like, y'all just want him to have whatever. Yeah. What they have on their body? Quills. Quills. Quills, yeah. yeah. Quills. I mean, it, it's it's <laughs> one of those. Quills. That's pretty much all they want from me. Yes. <laughs> I mean... The quills probably would do him a lot better than that fur. I mean, have you seen his hair? Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, I have no, I have no hatred for the film. Yet. I don't know. I, it's like they took yet. it took. Yeah, yet it looks like they took a bundle of quills and then just threw some like some hair gel and just like pulled it they back and be like, him look kind of cute. They came because quills and all the stuff. He looks, he looks scary. Yeah, head how cute, head how cute. Looked, it's so scary. I would have been like, oh my gosh. But it's like, listen, they could at least gave him some Nikes. Some nice little Nike running shoes. But again, some dusty <laughs> shit. But, oh, uh, oh. He went over shoe enthusiasts for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he said they gave him some dusty looking things. They could have gave him some. Yeah, give him some Adidas something, man. Yeah, he got some non name brand like running shoes. And that that looked like the kind of runner shoes you get from the uh you get from the Payless shoe store when you uh, you too broke to get anything else. But I, this, you know the funny thing about it, I, uh, this is like people are expecting like Sonic to like be the uh the main like focus of this film. I, I really don't think so. I think it's gonna be Chris Pratt, and he, he just he just you, you, are, you think they're gonna do like a a Detective Pikachu kangaroo, style story? I think it's gonna be like some Kangaroo Jack type shit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> But but you were saying in the chat that one of the things they could have done to make that a little bit better is uh, have an animated studio doing it, still do the live action kind of like they did with like the Smurfs film and stuff like that, but actually made him like a animated 3D character instead of this like realistic looking character and have like yeah, studio studio illumination, you know, the people who did uh, the minions and stuff like that. That that would have been better for them instead of doing whatever it is that they did. They they could have. I don't know why they try to like go for the more realistic approach, but they could have, cause like, look how like good Space Jam looks, and like they're about to make a second one. Like they can try, they could do it. They're not gonna make Bugs Bunny look like a real ass bunny, and oh, uh, man. have it, like that would look crazy. Like, and like get, uh, get it's just so hard. For that, they would get destroyed, but like you can still pull off like having the character look the same without like like losing anything. Cause yeah. nobody, I, I guarantee nobody would have complained on, on this film like, yo, why doesn't Sonic look like he belongs in the world? Nobody would have said that because of Sonic, he's a Sonic, he's he's a he's a, a speedster. Like nobody would have said this. 
and and acting like in, in reality, hedgehogs are slow as shit. They yeah. barely move. They're like super lazy. Oh yeah, they they really are. They'll just sit there and poop in you, all over the place. And they they, they 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 curl up and they just they just look cute. That's it. That's all. They're like I don't. I don't know what hedgehogs are honestly for. I'm be uh, they're just there to be cute. That that's it. Like like, like like I said, like I said, head how cute, head how cute. That's it. They're like yeah, they could have just went with the you know the traditional three D you know approach, but you know they, they wanted to try to. It's try a big career. Line, I guess, but they failed. Oh man, I don't know. Failed but, even began. Uh, <laughs> oh no, God no. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a chance though. I'm not gonna hate on it no more. Yeah, I mean, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm just picking. We, 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 we gotta do. We yeah. all have to wait. We can't cast judgment on no films yet until they drop a trailer. No, no cap, no cap. I'm just, I'm just picking on it because of the fact that that character design, man. They're not gonna be messing with it. If it's not classic, it's not gonna mess with it. Nope. That's the part. That's the sad part about the Sonic community. Yeah, the Sonic community is so harsh. Yeah, they, they really are. That's like, the sad part. Like they can come out with like probably the best Sonic film, uh, I mean the best Sonic game of all time. But if he looks like uh, what is it, Sonic Three or oh, Sonic Four? Uh, no, no, yeah, it's like it's Sonic, yeah, Sonic Four. They would, they would not watch. I mean, they would not play it. They would destroy it. They would review bomb it. They would do everything in their power to make this game flop. It, if it was, if it, if it's it pretty bad. Came out. It's pretty bad, yeah. I don't know. The Sonic fandom gotta calm down, man. If it's, yeah. it's chill. Yeah, man. Yep. It's uh it's one of those things, man. I just I don't know. It it sucks that that it happens, but it does. So it is it kinda is what it is. Um But with that being said, guys, uh that's the show. That we we had some uh fun here. We definitely went in on uh Cat Marvel and a lot of other stuff that's coming out. Definitely excited for what's going to be coming out in April and May, man. We're going to have two months of solid films and animes to talk about. It's going to be like nonstop craziness because we're going to have like impressions like almost every week. Uh, I still need to watch Get Out bef uh, before us. I haven't been able to, and I'm I, I know really? I, I'm fraud. Yeah, I'm frauding on that one. I'll take that. I can't see much. I haven't seen it myself. I probably would never see that. Movie you haven't seen it. Okay, I can't. I can't condone you not seeing it. Like, what is going on with you guys? Why have you seen Get Out or It? See, I was. I wanted. I wanted to see. It. I was gonna see it. I was gonna see Get Out. I just never had the chance to when it was in theaters, and I've just been so lazy about renting it. But I'm going to. You know, this is bloody racist stuff with this shit. Oh wow, wow! And yet I support the Black Panther. I don't go. Don't go there with me. Don't go. Not it. No us. Yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you went through three. Fail. L. L. You went through three movies that got them all wrong. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You don't get to talk. I can't. I can't believe y'all haven't watched the like the two one, like two of the greatest. Uh, I, no, I watched. I watched it. I was like, it okay, was. You watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it, but I need to see Get Out. I need to see Get Out, and especially before Us comes out, because of the fact that I want to see before uh, Us comes out. Uh, so it that's amazing, and, and Get Out is amazing. They're, yeah. they're my they're my top five. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it wasn't all that much horror, just like suspense and like. Well, no, it's because it's more psych. It's more psychological. It was a lot more yeah. of uh. Like imagine, imagine if this was the like came out like uh, when we were younger, we would have been fucked up in the head. Because that's what 
it's more like it's more it's targeted towards the kids and it's like it, it's but it, it's still yeah it's more psychological it's still terrifying because this one's more body horror like it does a lot to mess with you with what it's doing what the visuals of it it's not like, horror in the typical like horror film of what we would see in something like a quiet place or anything like that no this one is meant to make you uncomfortable like just to like like people don't remember like uh like the original it was a tv special it didn't show anything they blacked out on everything that was like uh like kills and, and just in general so you really didn't see anything it was just more about like suspense and uh the psychological uh uh like uh damage that it did to the people you're saying yeah. I should watch when the sun's the highest during the day. Is that what you're saying? Uh, if he's a punk ass bitch, yes. Uh, psychological shit. That mm, that's long lasting effect right there. Mm, it sounds like someone is being um, a punk little bitch. I would say you. You're, we're, we're racist. Really... <laughs> oh, he's pulling out the racist card again. Oh no, we ain't going there, baby. Oh no, baby. See the like the psychological uh, effects till like the like the new it comes out because they're gonna be really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. It's coming to face. It, it's gonna be something, all right. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Man, that clown dance that took me out when I first saw that. <laughs> I think it was, oh, I think it was, it was a meme when I first saw it. Oh yeah, it was a slob on my knob. But um. Uh. But yeah, guys, thank, we want to thank everyone for stopping by who came in and hung out with us and was talking in the chat. Shout out to Cedric, shout out to Z Black, and of course, Ed Norton. Y'all guys are always, always appreciate every time y'all come in here. And everyone who is just listening, we do want to thank everyone who stopped by. Uh, before we head out of here, let's go ahead and see where everyone can catch it. Up, where can they catch you? Twitter, slightly the Fetty, Sanic. <laughs> Sanic. Our operations. Like mostly like in between shit. We play Apex Legends for the most part. And of course, we grind through all Studio Ghibli's films. That's definitely gonna be a treat. Yeah. The movies are more like slice of life ish to a degree, especially Tot my, my neighbor Totoro for the most part. It seems more slice of life. Absolutely. It's like more other things, more like grander scheme things, and have probably deeper meaning like um, Nausicaa and um, Castle in the Sky. Mm hmm. That's me this week. Alrighty, alrighty. Uh, so tell them where they can find you at, man. You can find me on Twitter at Soul King Lives and um Instagram at the Soul King. On Twitter, I'm just you know, I just start console war shit and um talk about anime and and nonsense. You so, o you always on some fuckery. Yeah, I need to give my credit for for the drama I start. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I need my deuce. He's like, give me my deuce. I'm like the. He's the shadow leader. He's a shadow leader from Mob. He he's over there starting everything from the from the from behind the scenes, and he's just like, yes. He's like, I need my credit. coming for my my credit now. Catch me on Instagram and so Twitter. And guys, please make sure y'all go check out Soul King. The dude is a massive artist. He's the one who did the design for our logo, as well as he's also doing the banner. He did the banner for the channel. He's also going to be doing, uh, he's making, we're working on new updates for the logos, as well as a new banner, as well as he's also the one who did the chibi characters. He did the one who did the chibi bloody. 
uh, character, and of course he's also got everyone else uh, being yeah, worked on. Working on so trust. So trust us, guys. There's gonna be a lot of stuff. So go support what he does art wise. Go follow him on Instagram. Go follow him on Twitter. Give him, see all the stuff he does. He is busy doing art for everyone. Like dude is hella talented. So go go give him some love. And of course you're on the channel, so you already know where you're at. It's Bloody Knuckles. Remember the O's is zero, the E's at three, and it ends in a Z. Of course you can find all my social media down below. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook find me on mixer where i'll be streaming all my shenanigans whenever i'm playing horror games or being a failure at apex or anything else that i'd be doing with the Gru. and then of course you can find us here on youtube and make sure guys y'all also know that I, we are an official partner with the tick games network i co-host the otaku fix over there on TickGamesNetwork.com, as well as you want to make sure you're subscribed to the channel over there on tick games network so that way you see when we're live over there and guys, we do want to thank you all for stopping by. So please make sure you like the video. You share it out with everyone so they can see what we're doing. We're slowly improving everything over time. So expect more from us. And guys, make sure y'all hit the bell icon so that way you're notified when we go live. Because it doesn't... YouTube is being all sorts of stupid uh, on whenever we go live for a show. And of course, we have other things planned here soon to, to be able to expand the podcast out to new avenues we're looking at putting out on iTunes and trying to get on Spotify and SoundCloud and a couple other places and just doing more things. So guys, we do want all y'all support for all that and we do appreciate everyone. Of course, if y'all didn't hear last week, we also announced the Gleamio winners and I'm emailing those people so that way they can see uh, and get in touch with them so we can send out the, the care packages for, to them for the one year anniversary giveaway. And we're gonna have some other stuff here in the works over the next couple months. So please make sure you guys are following through with that. Um, but anyways, guys, from all of us here, truly, we're appreciative. So until next time, peace out and check you later, guys. Peace.